Bitches by a guy I know. He's got a few. ADC. Ooh, yeah, big ADC. Let me take you something, ADC. He watches wrestling. Matt the Mark is awesome, my Do you know your ADC? The ADCs of wrestling. Welcome to the ADCs of wrestling. I'm your host, Andrew David Cox, the Weird Al of Wrestling, Mr. Many Days Off. We are back to make face sounds as we do <laughs> and talk, you know, about that stuff between the ropes where the guys get like half naked and they, they grapple and they do all the stuff half and it's naked. on TV live. It's mostly naked. Yeah, m- mostly it's the only naked. reason I and, watch. Uh, yes. Uh, and joining me from uh, another city, but via Skype, although the audio sounds crystal clear because we're that damn good, <laughs> is Matt, the mostly naked Mark. How you doing, Matt? I am completely naked. You just can't see my bottom half. That's awesome, Michael. I can't see your wanger. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, we're back. Yep. Nothing's changed. Remember that Remember that time we like almost went a month without doing the show because we suck? That was literally just like the summer. We went like two well, and a half months. Sorry. Well, <laughs> here's the thing, right? So we've been talking the last couple weeks, and it's just like it's really hard to do the show sometimes. So we, we kind of yep. got to decide. We, we really need to make an effort of it mm-hmm. or jokes aside. The pod is over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The pod is over is not just going to be the name of our finisher no, soon enough. No. So it's just uh, it could be. The, no, but seriously, um, you know, we've been trying hard and uh, it's frustrating, but uh, we're going to make a go of it. We're going to try. The interesting thing <laughs> is the increase in the amount of wrestling that's on television now. And sort of the main discussion becomes how does one with a life follow this product now other than picking and choosing and how does one in a two-man operation find the time between the two of us to watch everything and present everything in a fun and entertaining manner so maybe some changes will be have to be had maybe we'll have to present like a top five every week of just the stories from around wrestling yeah. or something rather than an entire weekly wrap-up because as we speak right now unfortunately i actually haven't seen this week's nxt same but um, it, and it, it's going to get increasingly more difficult with the premiere of AEW. And yes. if we wait until Thursday to record to talk about the previous Friday's Smackdown, we literally yes. have Smackdown the very next day and we're already super late. So it's going right. to get interesting. And that stuff becomes a bit dated. And as we've seen this week with all the there's so much going on this week. So I was actually really excited to talk about all this stuff. It's it's becoming an A show of sorts because they are really, really throwing everything against the wall with this Fox show and hoping it sticks. So maybe we'll have to change the day that we do the pod. Maybe it's like a Monday show and Raw's show is a casualty or maybe it's on Tuesdays mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Wednesday NXT and AEW becomes sort of a, a thing that's that's out of date or maybe we got to try to do two pods and they're shorter and just more concise. <laughs> I don't know. We're we gonna can't do. get together we'll, we'll to do one pod and you think we're going to get together to do two. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's just worry about this pod, okay? Yeah. We've got some news and notes. We're going to talk all about, <clears throat> excuse me, NXT's debut on USA. And then, of course, whatever else happened this week in wrestling as we head full steam towards Fox's SmackDown debut and Hell in a Cell. That's happening, too. Um, and, of course, we're going to have just two tweets. Maddie, what'd you get up to in the last three weeks, my friend? Busy, busy boy. Yeah. Um,. Kid got sick, well, is currently sick, um, has decided that sleeping is no longer just part of his life. Um, no, I was on vacation, but uh, that was, I think we potted since then. So, yeah, no, nothing much. <laughs> nothing Sweet. much. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How about yourself? 
I, I mean, I've been busy. Um, you know, I, people are going to laugh because we're always saying this, but uh, I'm currently under the weather. <laughs> I'm sick. Uh, guys, this is what happens in Canada, okay? The weather changes all the like time. Weekly. Like weekly. It's just like cold and then it's super hot and then it's cold again. And right now it's sort of in the middle, which is like the perfect temperature for all those bacteria to just fly out <laughs> my nose and into my throat hole. So here I am. If I sound a little sick, that's why. But, uh, you know. I'm happy to be back. This feels good, Maddie. It does. How you doing, Maddie? I, I should, you know, do, do some voices or something. I should warm up. Here's a, <clears throat> here's um, here's me with a cold. Uh, Andrew David Cox. I feel like if you were gonna do you with a cold, you would have just said hello. I'm Andrew in your regular voice. Fuck, you're right. I really screwed yeah. that up. Okay, you kind of turned yourself over. into a cartoon there. <laughs> the pot is over. That's it. <laughs> I did. I sort of Peter Griffin myself. I was like, yeah, you think that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hey, remember when we did the last pod and we were previewing All Out and then we didn't talk about All Out? What the hell is All Out? I don't know. It's a thing. It's an AEW thing. It happened. But uh, obviously, I don't want to get into it because it's way too late. But I do want to say I thought it was great when Chris Jericho somehow lost <laughs> his title at a steakhouse. And uh, I made this song for fun, and I didn't have anywhere to air it. So let's play it right now. The world is a steakhouse. Chris Jericho's the All Elite Wrestling Champion driver. It's time to celebrate. We're going to show them how a champion does it at Longhorn. Hey! I know I want to find my belt, but first, have you heard about me undies? Uh, the world is a steakhouse, Maddie. <laughs> Little bit of the bubbly. I, That's become a meme, and it's already out of date. So, you know, whatever. I'm I'm very excited for the AEW show. I did think it was hilarious that AEW immediately got called out for putting a 42 year old over when their main <laughs> argument. I, I mean, we're not going to get into it. We all know the story because it was three fucking weeks ago. But I'm I'm happy Jericho won. I, not that we need to go over all out and that sort of thing. But I was pretty stoked that Jericho won. I thought he was. Well I was I was pretty sure they're going to. I mean, what are you talking about, Matty? He's le champion. Okay. <laughs> He's. I think the, the funny champagne. thing about Jericho is, no matter what he does these days, like. He's a tongue-in-cheek comedy wrestler, no matter what. Yeah. Like, even as this disgusting, despicable heel, everything he does is just funny. Like, sitting <laughs> so true. in his palatial estate, sipping a little bit of the bubbly, you know, being talking about how people stole the belt and they returned it because they were the fear that he struck into their hearts and just the silliness of, of his, his get-up. And even when he... <laughs> I don't know. Everything he does, it's just funny. It is. And he can't help but be funny. It is. So he's kind of like a goofy, bumbly, but evil heel. It's funny. It's and I think he's I think he knows that. That's the thing with Jericho is he's so smart that he knows that, so he plays it up. It's like I'm going to be a despicable heel, but everyone knows that I'm this character of course. because literally every week I go on a pod and I'm super normal and totally fine and not a heel and yeah. super real life. No, so <laughs> make no mistake, you're not being a serious heel and then going backstage and being like, "Ooh, a little bit of the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> That's just not a normal thing it's to do. It's just not. That's a funny thing to do. Um, but, yeah, how, how I long do you think he, All that was all right. How long do you think he uh, reigns as champ? Do you think he hangs on? I really it? don't know. I don't know. 
I really don't know. I, I don't think that um, Page is quite as ready as we maybe thought he was. Like, not that he's not ready, but I think that they made the right choice in putting it on Jericho. Oh, I sure. think there's time for Page to grow. Um, Cody's challenging at full gear, and he's finally going to get Moxley and Omega at full gear. And we still have the show to kick off and sort of set the table uh, in the meantime. Yeah. So for now, let's sort of table the AEW discussion, sure. I think. Sure. And let's move on to... Um, well, actually, sorry, before we do that, I do want to mention the fact that they did name the show AEW Dynamite. What do you think of the name Dynamite, Maddie? Um, Wednesday Night Dynamite? I, I don't know. They rhymed night with might. I, It's fine, I guess. It's better than, like, Dynamitro oh, or something, right? you're the worst. <laughs> Wednesday Nitro. Yeah. I always thought the name Nitro was so great just because it incorporates the word night, and it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It's like this is awesome. Wednesday Nitro. It's a fine. It's a fine name. Um, it is interesting that it is fourteen uh, A is the rating that they're going with. They're not even doing PG thirteen. So that is interesting. That will leave it open to a few bloody bloodies. I'm sure. Which uh, a little bit of the bloody. And you know what? I, they don't even have a solution for Canada yet on where it's going to air, other than Bleacher Report Live. No, which is kind of frustrating. Yeah, but BR Live, it'll be free, right? I th- And you can Chromecast it to your TV and stuff, so I think so. that is an option. Lots of rumors that they're working with uh, TSN, which the <laughs> our American listeners and international listeners won't understand what the hell we're talking about, but... No, but you know what? JR, even in the in the Attitude Era and stuff, would be like, we're live on TSN in Canada, yeah. blah, 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 USA Network. So, you know, people, they know of it. And um, on something to wrestle, they always talk about TSN and Michael Landsberg That's and off true. the record because they always have their guys on those shows. That's true. But, uh, yeah. Um, also, you know, we want to talk about broadcasting. Uh, Three sixty in Canada yeah. are now they've sort of released their Friday night lineup, which is confusing a lot of people with having the one hour cut down <laughs> NXT on Friday nights at seven p.m. Is anyone so going to watch that? It might be kind of nice with this climate having a condensed version. Honestly, I wish they could put an hour-long version of Raw up every week, but <laughs> they're so good at YouTube that they don't really have to. It's it's going to be a thing where people sort of have to wait for now and watch the full two-hour version on NXT uh, on on the USA Net. Oh my god, on the WWE. Well, network. There's so many damn networks now. I don't worry, man. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting networked, brother. I worked. I networked myself into a shoot. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting because. If you if you don't have the network, at least you have an option up here in Canada to get a condensed version of NXT on regular TV. You don't have to pay for it anymore. If you couldn't get NXT before, now you can in some sort of way. So, although ironically, 360 is the only network you do have to pay extra for. Yeah, guess that's true. Channels. If you Unless, have cable, yes, you do have to yeah, pay extra if you don't for have the basic because everything's so compartmentalized and segmented now. It's a Ugh, it's frustrating. I just changed from one to another, and the different. Hey, get basic cable. It's super cheap, and then you can just pick and choose. No, you can't. It is way more friggin' expensive. Yeah, this basic it's terrible little menu they give you is is terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. I just I looked at it and I ended up calling my cable provider. And since I'm there, I ended up just getting you know a chopped down version of the same package I have, like money wise, yeah. and kept all those channels because I'm like, you know what? I like being able to turn on the TV and watch The Price is Right or <laughs> whatever football game is on yep. or when wrestling's on live. I just, I don't know. But you got to pay a lot of money for it. You so, certainly do. Kid. Okay. Speaking of cable and channels, Impact are taking the Tuesday night slot that's now been abandoned by the WWE and airing on Access starting October 29th, which is a really big move for Impact because they were buried on like Pursuit Channel. Yeah. 
Um, it's very interesting that Anthem made this big play that they did to buy, to buy a network, and now they have the exposure for their 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 property. So uh, that's a big move for Impact. I'm not a huge Impact guy, but I did go to see their pay per view a few months ago with one Kevin Mickey and had a great time. So. You know, it's always great to have more wrestling. Uh, I'm not going to be fitting this one into my weekly no, schedule, most likely. No, I, I definitely, I have no investment, unfortunately, into Impact. Not to say or slight it at all. There's some great talent there. I just, when do you, when do you watch? Like honestly, when do you watch it all? It's just not possible. Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have to figure it out. We're gonna have to figure it out. Um, SmackDown on Fox. Yeah. Will not be airing live in certain regions, only on the app. That's that interesting. is interesting. I don't, I don't really understand that. Like, I, I mean, I guess they want to put it in prime time in each region, but how is how is anyone in California gonna stay off Twitter for three hours if you're a wrestling fan and just not know, know. what happens? It's a shame, and I also think uh, the fans over the pond and stuff are, are going to have a bit of an issue with it. So if you're one of our uh, European listeners or over in the UK, spoiler, uh, alert. let us know how you feel about it. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Maybe spoil it. Yeah, because we're gonna get our podcast out before the shows are done airing. <laughs> <laughs> By the time they get SmackDown on Sunday night at eight thirty-seven p.m. Yeah, we might have a pod not out. a problem, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also announced yesterday or the day before the new WWE commentary team. Yep. Um. This was really interesting. This is this really is why. Interesting. Yes, this is why I was saying that they're definitely uh, showing their cards of Fox being an A brand. They've got Michael Cole and Corey Graves moving over to Fox with Renee becoming like a special correspondent. And she's also going to be hosting this WWE backstage property on Tuesday nights, I believe, with Booker T um, on FS1. So that's going to be like a studio show. And uh, Renee sort of moves back into that like spot she's more passionate about with hosting and stuff. And she was all all thrilled about it on social media. So for good, good for Renee. Um, and I think that's a better role for her because I, I'm also excited just to have a two man commentary team of just like a, a heel, you know, young, cocky commentator. And then like your stalwart and your your ready for primetime broadcaster and Michael Cole on Fox. And it's going to feel great that the match cards look great. I, Everything I was going to say the Fox presentation so far of Fox is awesome. Like I, I sent you the the Brock Lesnar. I'm sure you had seen it, but I sent you the Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston thing, and it looks like an MMA matchup card. Like it just it looks so much more sporty and professional. Like yeah, it, it reminded me of UFC on Fox. Yes, yeah, absolutely. They definitely took a page from there. The one thing with Renee's show is Renee and Booker's show is that it doesn't start until the first week in November. So I believe she will be on full commentary up until then, at least for October. Well, she's a special correspondent, so she could, you know, she can do interviews. She can do all kinds of things. Yeah, like maybe instead of having Caleb Braxton or um, Sarah Schreiber or whatever, you can just have Renee do it and do it well, like, and, you know, not give weird reactions when they pan away on the camera. Yeah. Um, what I am really excited yeah, for, though, is new stages. Apparently, Pyro's coming back. There's there's a whole lot that WWE seems to be doing with this, uh, this whole changeover to Fox and putting some money into raw as well on usa network and it should be a well, nice a season refresh. premiere it man. is it is i and i was kind of wondering that because i i thought i had heard that the the new stages and all that stuff weren't going to come until a little bit later in the year but they're really pumping up like raw and smackdown as new season premieres so it should be it, i yeah. wonder if we're going to see it next week it's it's got to be this week it's the season finale slash premiere hey, did you know that this is actually the season finale and season premiere of the adcs of wrestling <laughs> Is it? So welcome to our season primale 
the season veneer of ADC Dub, guys. What season are we? It's really in? exciting. Uh, season seven. Wow. Yeah, they're tight. We have like eight <laughs> episode seasons. Yeah, they're like British series. You know what I mean? Oh, this is like The Office. So that's it's just they're tight. They're quick. We do eight episodes. We take three months off. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. do another eight episodes. You, take three months off. You thought, you thought we were screwing up in the summer? It was just between Caesars series seasons. It's uh, the season Femir Fenir Fenamir. Yeah, Permali. Permali. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it's one or the other. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the, just the changes, did you notice they shot SmackDown at 24 frames per second? What? SmackDown, this week, they messed around with the cameras and they shot it at 24 frames per second as opposed to the... If you're not in the know, most television is shot at 29.97 frames per second, 30 frames per second. And film is shot at 24 frames per second. Um, there's actually less frames, less information, and that's what makes it feel like filmatic and, and cinematic and, and different to our eye. And they shot SmackDown this week in a more cinematic 24 FPS. I, I didn't actually that. was watching. I was watching at the gym and I was just like, I wasn't really paying full attention. Obviously I was trying to do my workout, but I was, I kept looking at the screen. I was like, why does SmackDown look so different? And I was like, <laughs> does it, it looks like they're shooting it on film. And then I went to Twitter and everybody was talking about it. And yeah, so they, they changed their broadcast style. So maybe Fox is going for more like a cinematic approach. That'll be to the way they, that'll be interesting. They shoot things. It was different. It was definitely different, but it kind of looks like a movie. It, go back and watch some of SmackDown. I will. See I will. A, I wasn't really looking for change. it, and and to be honest, like I was watching it on PVR as well. So, yeah, I wasn't really looking for frames per second. Certain, certain people just won't even notice this kind of for stuff. Sure. But me, as a guy that works in that field, like it's just something I noticed right away. I was like, that looks like it's twenty four FPS, and it uh, it totally was. Cool. And it might have been different cameras too, because I noticed a lot of. Um, different like soft focus and different looks that they were going for so they're trying to make the feel different and uh, i thought it worked i thought it was kind of cool cool um last new, uh, news and note i had here is john hennigan returning to wwe the former johnny nitro john morrison, morrison yeah. you know john uh there was another one we'll see johnny impact right now freaking johnny mundo johnny whatever you want you know johnny everything maddie he's coming back to wwe cool yeah, I mean it's they they are short on talent, so you might as well bring another. Yeah, they guy don't in. they don't have enough guys that can do flips. I hope he goes to NXT. That would be good. He, I mean, he is honestly really a really talented guy. For sure. Um, I think his run and impact was highly successful, and I think he. Uh, I don't know. He's done a lot to bring some awareness to that brand between him and his wife uh, Ty Valkyrie and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm excited for his return, and I think he's. Um, he could be a player, man. He could be a player. He could even show up on uh, Raw or SmackDown if they, you know, wanted to move some guys around. Because we're going to be seeing a draft really soon, which yes, is great. Yes, we are. Let's talk about this week in wrestling. It's happening in wrestling this week. Oh hell yeah! Uh, thank you, Steve. Uh, hey, you know, while we're looking at this week in wrestling, we should mention that uh, a few things happened while we were gone. Um, Clash of Champions happened. More or less, it just sort of happened. It was fine. It did. Uh, I won the King of the Ring tournament. You did. So congrats to yeah. me. Bravo. Uh, King Corbin. Yeah. King Corbin is amazing already, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm just going to say. They, they already changed I'm, to his music, the black crown, and it, it's just so good. I'm enjoying it. I, I like the crown. I like the, the Game of Thrones-inspired garb that he's you got. I think threw it's it great. over one shoulder after beating Gable. The other, like, it just, it's, it's, it's real good. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was exciting, and um, I don't know where this guy is, but Basement Steve 
wasn't able to upload the shows because he was on Raw again. Yep. Just doing his That's thing. That's uh, Getting people stunners and drinking beers. Yeah, he was busy, so we didn't... I mean, we recorded, but it just didn't get uploaded. Right. Yeah. 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 It's all Steve's yeah. fault. What? There he is. <laughs> it's all Steve's fault. What? Goddamn. What, uh, what time is it? Is it, uh, is it August 21st? Oh, boy. No, my God. He's been asleep for a very long time, guys. Steve, it's like September 27th? Yeah. Oh, shit. If you didn't know what fucking day it is, it'd give me a hell yeah. I can't give you. I'm very aware of the date. You just have been sleeping for a long time. You missed a lot of stuff, Steve. I don't care. If you think I give a shit, eh, eh. Okay. Well, he's still here and he's still a dick. Uh... Also, Maria and Mike Canellis were involved in one of the <laughs> worst segments of all time. You know what, though? Here's the thing. Everyone always asks for the Attitude Era. You just got it. You got it. You got a whole face full of it. You got a mouthful of oh, it. Oh, it made me so mad. It made me yeah. so mad. <laughs> it's just terrible. And then this week, they didn't even like address it. Uh, Rusev made his comeback, got buried in this. What a stupid way to stash. bring back a very over-wrestler from a year ago. Yeah, you brought back a very svelte Rusev with a stash. Uh, it is the return of the stash, as he said on uh, on social media. So I guess he's trying to get that over. But uh, whatever. Yeah. Return of the stash. But, uh, you know, I-, I guess we were led to believe that he, you know, much good Maria. I, but I guess he he didn't. Get, yeah, my crush. <laughs> Got it. Um, Rusev crush. I don't know. Even now, like, it doesn't feel the same as it did when he left. Like, he's there's no momentum behind him. It was such a stupid no, way to... Nothing. Like, if they had just not put him in here and let his music hit or have him interrupt in something, that would have been a way bigger impact of him coming back than... Than this, you already have people chanting, "We want Lana." Like you've already lost yeah, like, Rusev; he's already gone. It was just weird. Yeah, it was weird. Mike Canales, R.I.P. Your career, buddy. That's uh, it was fun while it lasted, but uh, while it you know. lasted, when did it? When was it ever a thing? It, not in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere else. You just say Rusev crushed a pregnant lady. Oh no! It's it was innuendo, Steve. Innuendo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you should have saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. I set that right up for him. Uh, and last but not least, I kind of wish he wasn't here for this, but um, uh, Luke Harper's back. What? <laughs> <laughs> I said Luke Harper is back. What? Luke Harper's back, Steve. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> you have a hammer? No, he did not have a hammer. I don't care. I'm too goddamn excited. You think I'm not going to do six moonsaults right now? Uh-uh. I'm going to do seven. No, you're not going to do moonsaults. Mm-hmm. I can do seven moonsaults. Hold me back. Hold me back. Oh, my God. Well, he slipped. <laughs> and <laughs> Steve hit his head, and he's out cold. Perfect. At least it'll be quiet for that's the rest actually, of the show. Yeah, I think that's actually great news for us, because I might be able to move on to uh, to things that are happening while Steve has a little nap you time. Know, he's fine. He's not bleeding or anything. I can see him breathing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that Luke Harper is back. I... He's so talented and it sucked kind of the way things happened with him. But are we supposed to forget that him and Rowan were completely different characters just like six months ago? Different music, different outfits, same names, had hammers. They were I like uh, oh, oh what? I thought he was uh, hammers. What about the bludgeon bludgeon brothers are fucking back? Oh no. What? They don't have hammers. I don't care about that. What? 
Oh, hell yeah. They're not the Bludgeon Brothers. They're whatever. They're wearing metal shirts and stuff. Yeah, I saw it kill switch engage and shit. I've been watching. I don't care. I lied. I know what the date is. I just didn't want to do your fucking show. And that's the bottom line. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Well, we're back, guys. We're fully back. Um, no, I'm happy Steve's Luke's turned, back. Turned right up. I, and Eric Rowan has been a huge surprise. He's been quite delicious. <laughs> delicious? <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> delicious like a big redwood. I love you, big red. <laughs> you don't eat redwoods, but... Um, Anyway, uh, no, it's been exciting. And uh, I also am happy to see Daniel Bryan sort of turning back face. Boo. And I think this like... No, I'm still <laughs> hoping he's behind the Roman attack. Really? I'm, but that... I'm still hoping that there's this is all like they're going to have a match or something and and something's going to happen and Daniel's going to turn on him and Daniel's going to be the leader of Rowan and Luke. I, I still have this hope in me because Daniel was such a good heel. I don't want the yes chant back yet. Not yet. I mean, I, I agree that would be great, but I think it just defies all logic for Eric Rowan to like give him the iron claw through a table and for these two to just battle it out and just keep getting attacked and stuff. And That's then what makes it, it so good. It's diabolical. Of- but what's the point of that? There's no real point. It's like, what if he just thinks we're friends for a while and then I can get the upper hand on him in a tag match where I'm supposed to be his partner? Like, what real leverage does that give you? It just shows None. that Daniel Bryan is a mastermind and that he, of all people, can run the show around Roman Reigns, the golden boy of WWE. Okay. Whatever. Hey, I'm holding out hope because if Daniel Bryan turns face already after the amazing heel run he had at the beginning of this year, I'm just I'm not ready for it. I'm just not. He's going to start wearing burgundy again and doing the yes chant. <laughs> I don't want it. I, need a, I just need a one word answer to this question. What is the one prop that would make Harper and Rowan badasses again? <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Hammers. Oh, hell yeah. Ugh. It was fucking hammers, Maddie. Oh, we know it was hammers. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's my rant on Daniel Bryan. I <laughs> great. I, I love it. You know, D. Bryan, he was awesome. I did like the heel D. Bry, but wherever they're going with this, I think um, it's nice to have him and Romans back on top of the pile. Yeah. And uh, I'm enjoying Luke Harper's return, and I'm enjoying Eric Rowan's surprising solo run and him getting the push out of the duo this time, sure. which is interesting. So. Whatever. He's getting better on the mic every week, too, and um, he's kind of a compelling character. I like that he calls Daniel Bryan Dan. How do you feel about Luke Harper's pants having leaves stapled all over them? <laughs> leaves? Leaves. I don't know what else they stapled are. Stapled all over them. Felt. His pa- Interesting. Why does he have just frillies on his... Aren't they just wearing the Bludgeon Brothers pants? Are they? What? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They, I'll tell you one thing: those those goddamn leaves aren't stapled onto his pants; they're hammered. Oh out. God! Okay, <sighs> fair enough. I just his pants drive me insane. I've been waiting to talk about them for three damn weeks. The patchwork pants. I have not noticed his pants, so obviously I don't feel one way or t'other about those. It's pants, It's like Maddie. he's a salsa dancer. They just every time he moves, <laughs> they frill out, and it drives me insane. I don't know why. He just salsa dances the whole time. Just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we can move on. I had to get that out of his pants. It's been bugging me for weeks. That's very exciting. If you want Luke Harper on Dancing with the Stars, then give me a hell yeah. Um. Nope. Hell yeah. I don't want that. Thank you. What? I, I do. I want him on Dance with the Stars. I want to see that. 
That'd be great. You would not be entertained by Luke Harper on Dancing with the Stars. I would not watch that. All right. That's fine. Be that way, Maddie. <laughs> Don't watch it now. NXT made its live debut on USA Network last it week. Uh, to sort of. a pretty great, like, 1.1 million viewers. It is going to... I will be interested to see what it does next Wednesday. I'll put it that way. Yeah. The 1.1 million viewers is great because there are probably a lot of people out there that didn't have the network and could now watch NXT and their their favorite wrestlers like Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream and so on. But when they go up against AEW, I'm interested to see what that show does. I, I tuned in live when NXT swapped over to the WWE Network okay. in Canada. And it was the weirdest, most jarring thing ever because I turned on the show and Adam Cole was just in the ring holding his hands, <laughs> just being like, I think I think it's broken or whatever. And like the mics weren't up on Morrow and Nigel and, and Beth yet. So it was just like weird. And they cut in in mid sentence. And I was like, what is happening? I have no <laughs> idea what's going on because they split the broadcast. That's so yeah. strange. But apparently then they ran back a replay to show us what just happened. And I guess um Pete Dunn had come out and, you know, mess with his fingers and stuff. That is shocking. But, uh, Pete Dunn never does yeah, that. Yeah, he doesn't normally do that. But um, it was just, a th- it was a thing that happened and it was weird. So it is weird having the split broadcast. I'm excited to see what it's like when they go to like Full the two hour hours, show yeah. and uh, I can't watch any of it <laughs> <laughs> until Thursday. Yeah, it's uh, honestly really good numbers for the first first week and uh I just the show is great though, really right? Went, like Walter well, and Imperium all showing up. And it's well the, produced. The sort of gang warfare they're going for. It's your for. typical WWE well produced sort of show. That alone, like that, is going to be above what AEW does for sure. Um, the production value is just going to be better. Uh, but yeah, like there were some some big surprises in that first hour, and having like especially Imperium coming out, like that's they're huge on in UK, but they have not shown their faces at all. Like they weren't even at SummerSlam, um, NXT Takeover. So, I, yeah, I, I love like the kind of soft border between like NXT and NXT UK. Like Pete Dunn is a mainstay in NXT. Rhea Ripley was on SmackDown or NXT proper the other yep. night. Um, Imperium showing up and brawling with everybody was pretty great. Uh, like, I don't know, Walter Kushida. That's a pairing you wouldn't expect, yep. but it was just like, it's cool. And um, I think what they've managed to do, despite, you know, much to our chagrin with having a hard time watching everything is they've sort of recreated the territories themselves. Like, they have, if you get a little stale here, you can go and make a lateral move now to NXT yeah. or to NXT UK or to SmackDown or to Raw, and that's all sort of... It's all good reps. It's all good wrestling. And it's just like... It's like moving from one territory to the other, and it's all sort of the same thing, right? It's just... I don't know. I like it. I like it a no, lot. No, it is really good. And I think if that's going to change... Um, Obviously, when they have this draft, this is it sounds like it's going to be pretty hard. I mean, we've been saying this for a couple months, but it sounds like it's going to be a pretty hard. You're on SmackDown, you're on Raw, you're on NXT sort of thing. Yes. But I do hope every once in a while we get a little bit of a leak over. And I hope it's a surprise. I, I mean, I've been saying it since we started this, that the surprise back in wrestling is is what gets people excited. Um, yeah, they just got to hold off. They can't do it too quickly. Yeah. You know? and, and by the way, I called that Brock Lesnar thing. What Brock Lesnar Him thing? Him losing to Seth and then showing up on SmackDown to take on Kofi for Fox. When did you call that? We don't do a podcast. I've That's never talked true. to you. Fair enough. Speaking of Brock Lesnar, he's going to be on the Raw season premiere next week. Yep. Making an appearance. That'll be exciting. 
Yeah. What is going on at your house? I, I was just kidding. I was dropping. literally just things about to nuts. say, <laughs> I apologize for the like, click, click, click. It's definitely, it's Clark upstairs. He's playing with something and dropping it on the floor. So, well, you guys can blame Matt's this silly is baby. Real life for here, all folks. The audio. <laughs> There's nothing I whatever. can do. <laughs> uh, whatever. I'm sniffing up a storm over here. Your baby's playing with stuff. Yep. The pot is over. Nope. Nope. Let's keep going. Pot is let's over. Keep going. If you want me to give little Clark the Mark a Stone Cold Stutter, but like only like a playful Stone Cold Stutter, then give me a hell yeah. No. Oh yeah. No hell yeah. That'd be like really adorable. No. It was like playful. His, no, that'd be so his cute. His neck Sto- is not Stone fully developed yet. <laughs> not like a playful one. It's a baby. How do you stunner. playfully drop someone's chin on your shoulder? How about I playfully drop you on that stack of dabs yeah, you call neck? See? But not so playful. It'll be more violent. Like does Stone Cold? Like does Steve have a playful side? I'll show you a fucking playful side right now, you son of a bitch. I honestly feel like watching Steve play with a baby, it would start off with smiles, and then he would lay that kick in and be like, it would be like a robot. Like, it just clicks in, like, oh, I need to break this kid's face. I got a playful mode right here. It's right inside this can of whoop-ass. I'm about to open on your ass. I really feel like you're proving my point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You sort of got one mode. There is no difference. No, he's sort of a catchphrase machine. Although he, what? he did get, uh, he did get kind of jokey on when he was on Raw with uh, Seth and Braun doing the contract signing and the what's and stuff like that. That that was a pretty yeah, yeah. cool side of S- Steve that we don't typically see. Well, I had a few broken skull IPAs in my ass, and Braun Strowman was talking about open up cans of whoop ass, <laughs> and I, I was like, I'm a, you're gonna get these hands, and then I was like, then I saw. I saw Ron Simmons and I said, damn, when he opened the door, I was a goddamn kid. That was some fun times. Oh, boy. Anyways, we can... he's not bad after a few IPAs. No, but... He's a lot more tolerable, that's for sure. Sometimes I get the gout. All right, okay. <laughs> that... Too much beer. That... Wow. Uh, I, whatever. You know, Raw, other stuff on Raw. Uh, we got Raw, Ray versus Seth on the season premiere yep. following that fatal five-way, which saw a lot of Robert Roode. Um which we didn't expect, like AJ getting eliminated, Ray and, and Rude were left in the ring. And I was like, OK, I guess it's going to be Ray because I don't see Rude getting this push. And Ray would be kind of a cool. I have an interesting theory on Ray Mysterio, although he did get the crowd and they definitely popped when he won. I feel like Ray is less over right now because he's not exploding from the stage with Pyro and flying through the air while someone yells Booyaka. <laughs> Who knows, man? Maybe that's what we're going to see on Monday. I feel like he needs to. I, I actually tweeted that we'll out. I said, Ray needs to come flying from the stage with Pyro on Monday for this universal title opportunity oh, to feel like a big deal. Man, I would. Would that be great? I would mark out for sure. Booyaka, booyaka. Oh, hell yeah. Booyaka 316. Nope. I'm doing that fucking. I want a beer. I'm doing that thing where it looks like I'm playing an air trombone. <laughs> I'm just like, give me a beer. You know what I'm talking about? The drinking yeah, thing. I see it. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I think Steve missed the show. I think so. <laughs> I missed a lot of things in my life because I was on the road and I have a lot of pain. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of pain, Stone Cold all but confirmed that he could, if he wanted to, wrestle another match. I think it was oh, last he? week he said that. Yeah. I never said that shit. 100% he Don't did. Now. He said it on one of his podcast i believe or in an interview or something he didn't say he was going to or that he wanted to someone asked him if he did want to could he do it and his answer was yes i believe i could do it i i don't think he'll wrestle he may but i don't think he will but i think we might see him a lot more often than we expect he seems 
he seems to have enjoyed himself the last few weeks being back at uh, Raw. It'll be, yeah, well, it'll be interesting. At least he stayed away from Skype, but he's not calling into our show anymore. So. Yeah. But yeah, now, I mean, you can do a lot of stuff if you just, you know, protect yourself these days. We've seen a lot of guys return to the ring. Um, Sheamus is apparently close to coming back and he, he supposedly good. had very similar injuries yeah. to what Steve has. So we'll see. Sheamus has apparently dropped like 30, 40 pounds or something like that. Oh, like Rusev. Give or take. Yeah. Um, hey, we haven't talked about him yet, but the Fiend is super over right now. Like I don't very see much super duper over. Nobody cares. People like him uh, quite a bit. He, so it's not even just the fiend. It's Bray Wyatt. His Firefly Funhouse is the best thing on wrestling TV anywhere. Let me in. He just he goes from this goofy, playful, sadistic to when he just stares into your soul and then smiles and says, "I'll see you in hell." Like it's just it is so friggin' good. <laughs> see you in hell. Like yowie, wowie. That's great. Like it's just <laughs> everything about it is br- breaking his Seth Rollins toy in half. Like it's all these little things about him that are so good outside of what wearing the mask does for him, like in the ring and when that scary music and stuff hits. It is, I it I find it hard to believe that this is a WWE thing. Yowie wowie as a chant while people are just ravenous for this guy and while he's in the (laughs) ring wearing a psycho clown mask and and like stalking people might be one of my favorite things in wrestling ever. Like it's just such a funny. It's a hilarious dichotomy between the hilarious (laughs) chant and the scariness of the whole thing. And it it works in the way that he's such like a playful, sadistic villain. So for fans to be like, oh, he's going to kill and it's like it's almost like they're chanting kill 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 but they're chanting yowie wowie yeah yeah. and you get this picture of like this real psycho villain with these crazy people like the fans almost become part of the scariness of it it really is because they're like oh you're psychotic we love it yowie wowie and they're just like if you're the victim you're looking out to the crowd like why are you people loving (laughs) this what is this trying to murder me yowie wowie help me somebody help me and you're all laughing it's just it's it's funny I do think Seth Rollins has been made to look like uh, not so hot in the last few weeks. I'm he's he's kind of too scared. You know what? You know it, what? What gets me about him going after Seth Rollins already and the title is the fiend can't lose. You can't have him lose a wrestling match right now. No, you cannot. So he either has to win the title or there has to be some sort of outside disadvantage or something disqualify like it's just he can't win the title right now and i do apologize for the crying baby <laughs> <laughs> we can only barely hear it okay it's fine. good good get used to it kids yeah. so i don't know i'm 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 kind of torn about this being already on the fiend's lap and getting this title i feel like they did open the door for a braun Strowman run-in for him to try to help Seth because he did get the mandible claw on yeah. Raw. And there's also been all this chat of The Undertaker um, yeah. and like the 1119 thing that Bray did in that Firefly Funhouse a few weeks ago. Uh, by the way, WWE, okay, don't think we haven't noticed the busted ass fake Firefly Funhouse you're trying to pass off <laughs> on us, okay? Where's the window? Where's the door? All you guys did was put up a fake wall in the backstage area and try to recreate those segments. Do it right. It's true, but it's still one of the best things on WWE, even though it's their low-budget version of it. No. I want to beg and choose. Damn Fair it. Fair enough. I want to do both. What do you think about this rumor um, of Liv Morgan in The Fiend? 
Have you heard this? Uh, somebody was talking about her maybe being like the next Sister Abigail yeah. and stuff. So it's been cleverly pointed out that on the at least the last couple of weeks, Bray in Firefly Funhouse has said there's always room for one more. And you always assume that it's about the pictures he's putting up on the wall and who he's going to attack next. But what someone has picked up on the last couple of weeks is that when he laughs right after, there's a following female laugh, and it is Liv Morgan's real laugh in real life. Is it? It is. That's, I don't know if they had her do it or if they pulled it from somewhere, like a different track, but it's Liv Morgan's real laugh, which could be- That's interesting. Which could be very interesting, because when she left, she said, when I come back, I'll be the real me. Okay. I like it. I don't know if it'll amount to anything, I'm up for but it. that could be super interesting if he has this follower, some fiend follower, and she's like a Harley Quinn type maniac, you know? I'm, I'm all for Liv Morgan being part yeah. of this. I love George Foreman. Oh, What's boy. George Foreman doing? I said Liv Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> you old dumbass. George Foreman, he's got like the grill. He's like the heavyweight champ for like a long time. Yeah. He was pretty damn old when he's holding the two for a shoot. I mean, hell, if I was boxing at that age, I'd be all discombobulated. I wouldn't know whether to shit or on my watch. But George Foreman was knocking suckers out. I mean, he's not lying. I said live Morgan. You know, you only live once. Yeah, oh, yeah, YOLO. Oh, okay, <sighs> fuck. No, you can't make Steve uh, say YOLO. <laughs> I don't make him say anything, okay? Uh, what is this, the Firefly Funhouse? It's not a puppet. Yowie wowie. Yowie wowie, indeed. Yowie wowie. Oh, boy. I like that shit. If it, if you know it, then how are you so... Con- Never mind. Anyways. The, Never the mind. The is super over. You were right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In-depth analysis we give yeah. you on this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the OC have a new theme. I thought that was great. But the whole yeah. time, all I could picture was them California. coming out with like hardcore lyrics <laughs> from the Phantom Planet song. You should do it. I really you should. really should. But I don't have Just time. Just sing the I lyrics, but like to their new theme. California, wake up. <laughs> California. That's what I pictured. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You all right? Your throat okay? Not really, Steve. Not really. Is, For myriad reasons that kayfabe won't allow me to discuss. I fast forwarded through um, intros for the five way. Did, did AJ come out to his phenomenal theme or did he come out to the OC theme? Uh, I don't know, actually. I skipped those two. Interesting. But a lot of people were, some people on Twitter were like, I don't know if it's cage side seats or whatever. They're like, oh, I already miss AJ's theme. I was like, bro, that's the old, the OC's new theme. Like, don't you get how factions work? Well, or how factions should work because they've been doing all these stupid mashup themes that suck and need to go away. Fire and Desire's intro sucks. The the Kabuki Warriors intro, it sucks. It's just two theme songs cut back and forth. Terribly. Even Corbin's new one. Although it's no, better no, no. than the others. Corbin's new one is very sucks. good because it actually mixes in. Like it's almost like they mixed it together on purpose. The beats per minute yes. is right. Everything is right. It's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not like it goes from Oscar's theme into a pirate theme. Yeah, which is stupid. Yeah. This is terrible. Okay. Corbin's gets a pass because every time it did that, he sort of would smile yeah. and look off at the side, which was funny. Pointing his scepter and like it's great. Anyways. But then it's all back to like, my belly has a phone. <laughs> so <laughs> this week when it switched, I thought for whatever reason I, I had, anyways, it got into the lyrics and I could not 
not hear my belly has a face. I couldn't <laughs> not hear it. It was terrible. It's an OG theme. No. That's from episode one. That's from our series premiere. Yeah. This is only the season premiere and finale. We haven't had a chance. And and mid-fall finale and fall premiere. And series finale. It's all everything. We haven't had a chance to talk about how amazing AOP the was last week. It's the final year. That's what the it is. The final year is good. It yeah, took a while to get year. there, but that's good. Yeah, we found yeah. it. Yeah. ADCs. You say you're getting veneers. Oh, boy. <laughs> Why don't you check your ears? Oh, okay. What? All right. See? Enough. What? You can't hear Enough. me. Enough. Uh, were you saying something? Yeah. Oh, no, I got sidetracked with this ass hat. You and basement. I were. You're an ass uh, hat. <laughs> I'm about to. I'm about to hit stop. <laughs> You're about to what? You're about to what, hit Maddie? Stop. Say words. Um, Make face music. What the hell was I talking about? Oh, you <laughs> I and I Nobody texting cares. about how great AOP was two weeks ago or last week or whatever. Oh yeah, it was. yeah, that was I great. Mean, this week was stupid. It was uh, what the way they walked out in the hall and then like had a quick beat down Zach of Zack Ryder, whoever it was, and no way Jose, and then they are just magically sitting back in their chairs, going, "Okay, now that we've proved how strong we are, like, are you <laughs> kidding me?" <laughs> That was the dumbest thing. I got what they were trying to do, but it was so poorly executed. <laughs> Don't you see we are good enough to walk outside and beat up some jobbers? Yeah, like, but that being said, two weeks ago, their promo was very, very good. It got me excited for them to come back. It was great. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if like Alistair Black just walked in in the middle just of their promo? Was just right like, in the face. It, it was just like, what are you doing in here? <laughs> this is my room. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was at 3.30 today. <laughs> I suppose you picked a fight with me. And he's like, no, no, no. We're just hanging out in here. And he's like, oh, I thought only I could do this. Oh, boy. Uh, he just tries to kick one of them and they just catch it. They're like, we're much bigger than you. And he's yeah, like, like oh, shit. We would actually destroy you in real life. <laughs> uh, hey, we haven't talked about like Becky and Sasha at all. Okay. Is that a question or... They're going to wrestle at Hell in a Cell, and uh, their feud's been quite fire so far. It has been, and it's actually been really good. I like this Becky, I like this Sasha, I like this Bailey, and I like this Charlotte. All these things combining in is is all very, very good. That being said, it is still the same four women at the top of the women's division for three years straight, minus like a six-month run of Carmella. <laughs> I, I, I guess so, but but... But Sasha has been removed for a very long time and having her come back feels like a return to prominence and it works. And we somehow have not yet mentioned on this podcast that the hashtag front pony sort of became a thing, but has not gone full blown because there's been no front pony. We're waiting. (laughs) I don't know how. Excuse me. So Bailey has been better than she ever has been. This is a great character move for her. Can we change her music? Can we? I mean, her music has been heel music forever. Can we get that music has heel heat with me? <laughs> well, that's different because you just hate the music, and that's completely different. But I mean, she shouldn't be coming out to wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men anymore. No, but it's great in the sense that it it almost like feels like she still thinks she's a good guy. She still thinks she's doing the right thing. All the best villains think that they're right. Sure, and she still thinks that she like. Her first, they, they haven't really granted given her that many promos since she turned heel. But the first totally one fine. she did, she was like, 
oh, I, I'm going to be such a good example for you guys. And nobody out there is being like the example that I'm, I'm being. And she's like proud of herself, patting herself on the back for being such a good role model for young girls and everything. So it's that's the character. Like she still thinks she's wacky, waving, inflatable Bailey and giving out hugs and, and happy go lucky. And that Sasha is right. And that, uh, you know, Becky is, is bad and evil. So I think it kind of works that she's yeah. just, you know, I see it. in the wrong. I see, I see what you're saying, and I, I can't... She's confused, Maddie. I can't disagree. She's like the, the anti-hero who actually is the villain sort of thing. Yeah. I, I think I get it. I think I get it. She's like Mysterio in the new Spider-Man. Right, exactly. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Exactly. She's Jake Gyllenhaal. If you put it that way, then it makes sense, and I still want her music changed because it's stupid. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, she'll change the music when she does go full hashtag front. Yeah. Pony. Can we get a new finisher um, too, Bailey? How about it? How about we get rid of yeah, the belly to uh, belly and do something a little great. more devastating? It's not great. It was. I mean, it. It's. It's because the setup is a hug. But uh, it, I, I, I see what you mean. Stop it. <laughs> it's a signature move, if anything. Uh, Carmella, speaking of, the, she's in the mix. The turn finally happened. We expected this as soon as Truth won the first time. It, it, I kind of love how it happened. It and then Truth was just like, you know what? You won, girl. This is awesome. And like put her on his back and they ran to the back. And it's sort of it's just a role reversal. And it's like they're. Both champs, that's fine. They're just happy to sort of help each other out. I think it was kind of what was almost funny kind of cute and endearing. Is when the women did start coming out, she Truth tried to jump on her back. It was kind of in the corner of the screen, and Truth tried to jump on her back, and it just wasn't working. So she jumped back on his back. I thought like a little detail <laughs> that like that funny. was great. And then obviously, like, this is not how that works. Yeah, Truth. <laughs> and then obviously on SmackDown, Truth, you know, playing bodyguard and stuff. Like it's a complete role reversal, but. It works, I liked it. and it could work for a very long time. I did like it. I I found it a bit strange that now the women decided to empty out the locker room, but the entire time it's been open to women and yep. men. Yep. <laughs> so, like, Ryder and Hawkins and all those stooges that have been chasing after this guy for the last, like, three months are just like, well, we can't go now. It's Carmella. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, Mandy and Sonya are like, 24-7 title. It's open, bitches. And now it. come the Sky Pirates, yeah. and just, it's stupid. I, although... Now, when the Sky Pirates came out, it was amazing to watch Kyrie Sane running with the the spyglass on her eye the whole time. I mean, from yeah, the back. that was funny. I will give her that. They, that was they need to break that duo up. They need to do something because they are just either break them up or do something with them. Plain and simple. It's just, That's it. It's not working. No. They, their tag division is nothing. It's not working. It's true. It's true. Alec Even Fire and Desire have more heat than them right now. It's true. And Alexa and Nikki have been good, but they're fighting singles competitors. But yeah, and it means nothing. Yeah. Who cares? I don't. I don't care about Alexa and Nikki. No. Like they're cute. Their act is fine. It's it's just an act. It's whatever. Yeah. It could but be like good. Their storylines don't mean anything. It could be good. Right there now. is there is talent there that they can use. They have teams that they can use for this. They're just not doing it. And maybe that'll change once they split the the shows up. I don't know. But Mandy's just out there calling people ugly. There's no real good like wrestling angles no, i said that three just, weeks they're ago. not focused on it right now they're not doing enough yeah, i said that on our last pod that i hate the pretty i'm too pretty for you character angle i, I just think that is ridiculous i i honestly wish they could just get back to having it on like tamina and nia jackson having them just squash people maybe and, that's what they're waiting for maybe they're waiting for nia the, to come uh, back. 
Yeah, the untoppable mountain of, of competition, but whatever. Um, we already talked about SmackDown. Uh, the SmackDown on Fox card, they've got like Hogan and Flair on there. They've got this ladder match yep. uh, between KO and Shane. Yep, um, sounds pretty important. If, if Shane loses, he's gone. I think that's probably what's going to happen. I'm hoping that's what's going to happen because we need to end this and there's no way KO can be fired, right? He but could go to another show. Happening. He could just get yeah. drafted to another show. That's no, the scapegoat. that's too easy. It's too easy. I, I don't know because Shane's not just gonna like he's a McMahon. He runs the show. Yeah, but Steph's been gone for how long? That's true. Think Unless Shane it. actually wants time off, or they just want to get him off TV. Like maybe that's part of. SmackDown I, I think his character's exhausted right now. Well, I I said that weeks ago, and you were like, "No, this story's great." Ugh. Which it was no, at the time. No, it was fun at the <laughs> yeah. time. It was good. <laughs> it was. But it's just, it's run its course. And KO is no longer Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's just a guy yeah. who's like got a family and a lawsuit and, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm glad it, there'll be an end to it. It's It should be a good match. Um, the whole card is going to be great because you got Lesnar on there to beat up Kofi as well. So what do we think happens there? Um, was was Kofi a little too like complacent in that interview with Michael Cole? He's just kind of like, yeah, I said I'd be a fighting champion, and this is my next fight. We're like, okay, Kofi. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, because I feel like they're just gonna put the title on on Brock. But I think so too. But do they? I hope so. But the do they just do it where Brock just beats him up and wins, or do we see a really good match? Do we see a different heel turn or some interference? It just, I don't know. It seems weird that they would just have Brock come in, challenge him, beat him, and and then we all move on. I, I don't know. It's I, I hope we get a decent match out of it, and I do hope Brock wins because I think that it's the necess- like next necessary step in any kind of character development for Kofi. And I think, I don't know, like Brock Lesnar being the champion on Fox with this like broadcast presentation and everything. It, he is it's perfect. He's the most legit guy, man. He's the one that you believe in. He's the only person that could come in and just have a match out of nowhere and people are just all of a sudden instantly worried that he's going to win the title. He all, like we all yes, exactly. have a feeling now that's that ex- he could take that that title. That's exactly it feels real. It. He's so polarizing that you just always assume that he's going to win. Like that, And I think that's what you want in a champion is like, oh, fuck, here comes Brock Lesnar again. He's going to win the title. I think, I think you need that, especially like Brock Lesnar being who he is, being the face of SmackDown on Fox. I mean, that's... That's huge. It's what I predicted months ago. Yeah, and they're uh, also promoting, like I said, Hogan and Flair for a Miz TV on that show. Yep. And uh, also, I believe Stone Cold Steve Austin is also going to be on that show again. Did you hear so. the reaction that Hogan's what? name got on uh, when Miz was yeah. with the Street Profits? A negative reaction. wasn't very positive, was it? Nope. Yeah. Very interesting. Interesting indeed. Very interesting. Uh, I just wanted to also just pull up the quickly the Hell in a Cell card. Yeah, that pay per view is two weeks away, right? Like not this weekend. It is, but and it's just it's right after the it's, debut. It's like the sixth or something, isn't it? It's gonna suffer a little bit from this big SmackDown show because the SmackDown show feels like the biggest thing of the year. Like it's a it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a very big deal. So for Hell in a Cell right now, we just have Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Eric Harper and Luke Harper. Eric Harper in a tag match. Ooh. They got married. Sorry. Right Eric Rowan, <laughs> Luke Harper. <laughs> Whatever, goddamn. I hope they're happy. It's a brave new world. Yeah, Steve's jealous. Um, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks for the championship uh, in a Hell in a Cell. And then Seth Rollins versus The Fiend and another Hell in a Cell match for the Universal Championship. So that's it. Officially announced right now, but uh, whatever. 
So yeah, the- we'll talk more about that next week, I guess, when we wrap up this Fox show and uh, talk a little Helena Cell card. Because Hel- Helena Cell, well, see, this is what's crazy is because the debut of Fox is next Friday. We likely have to pod on Thursday or Friday before the show. We'll probably have to wait. We'll have to do it we'll after. Have to- pod on the Saturday. Yeah, I guess we could do that. We could do Saturday, talk about Fox, and also throw out some random predictions at the end, but mostly focus on the Fox thing because that's relevant for long. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's I, how we got to do I it. I feel like this was probably a conversation for WhatsApp and not in the pod. <laughs> that's fine. But we should talk People about like that. hearing us work stuff out. They also like hearing me cough up phlegm and your baby playing with toys. Yeah. And- <laughs> this is a very professional show. <laughs> yeah, very, right. Hey, we still have great quality audio, Maddie. We're industry standard, Maddie. Are we? This is awesome. This is an awesome show, Maddie. It's okay. Eh, could be worse. You ready for just two tweets? Sure. The following segment was paid for by the ADCs of wrestling. Hey, yo. This is just two tweets. Two tweets. All right, two tweet me, bro. Let's do this. Uh, going back a, a few days to some of the older tweets. I'm obviously not going to go with all of the older ones because they're not that. No, you should. Anymore, Let's go but, back uh, three weeks and find. Okay, here's four weeks of <laughs> tweets. Just two months of tweets. Everyone has an hour uh, left, right? Like we've we've got an hour. Oh yeah. To do this? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Everyone's still really jacked up <laughs> on uh, this pod, and they just want more and more and more. They just want tweets, tweets. Um, Andy at Yep, this is Andy says. I think the biggest returns in WWE this week were Harper and Rowan's first names. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> that's a very good Their point. First names are awesome. Yeah, I like uh, first names. First names are great. Very they're, good. Point. They're great. Paul Skeever says King Corbin is the in the ring, and you know what that means? Bathroom break. Oh, oh well, that's just no. Oh. Corbin's been so good, man. See, I don't. I take personal offense to that because I am Baron Corbin. I actually live a double life. If you guys don't know, on uh, the reason I've been having such a hard time doing the podcast is because I am also Baron Corbin. It's not true. And I've been busy winning King of the Ring tournaments. Not, oh, I just got it because you're bald. You're comparing. Yeah. You're saying you look like Baron Corbin. Oh, see, before I thought you were saying because you picked Baron Corbin to win, and that's why you won the King of the Ring. No, because I kind of like resemble Actually him. saying that you look like Baron. Wow, this, this has been an hour-long joke that i didn't get until right now well if you you know if you saw the tweet i put a picture of oh, myself I don't beside a picture of Baron corbin that's ridiculous that's bullshit yes you do Do i still uh it, it's kind of funny a lot of people were sort of uh retweeting and laughing you. at the fact that i apparently look quite a bit like baron corbin in his suit hold on can we just so. pause for a sec i just need to find you and block you here <laughs> i will not allow that how are you gonna stop me? how are you gonna stop me I, I can't. I can't. Scott Debeshire says, I don't know if you guys noticed a week ago, but I had this thought that uh, WWE really likes Breaking Bad because he posted a picture of the Salamanca twins and then a picture of AOP because they totally do kind of look like those two guys sitting beside each other. A little bit. Jim Martin says, I just want Ryan and Marissa to find their way back to each other <laughs> uh, wrong after show. all that they've been through. Oh, you were talking about the other, the OC, weren't yeah. you? Hashtag just two tweets. Yes, yes. Hashtag, I also want Seth and Summer to live happily ever after. Seth and Summer. I've oh, never man. seen an episode of The OC. California! Not a single here we episode. California! Here we come! I mean, you really should just do a quick, like, one minute, take their new song, <laughs> and throw the actual lyrics in on it. 
those like it's just guitar and there's somebody like growling at the beginning. I'm like, I just want to hear the OC's theme mixed in. <laughs> you know what? The, with really aggressive lyrics. Do you think there's a like a pop goes metal or something version of that song somewhere? The old OC theme? I don't know. Probably. Pop goes punk, pop goes metal, yeah, whatever. Yeah. There's probably Pop goes the weasel, it's time to kick your ass. Um, Get on with just two tweets, you sub bitches. You don't say anything for like twenty minutes and then he gets fucking angry. Whatever. Shut up. <sighs> Mike Gordon says, Hope all is well. My question this week with the draft happening, who would you or would you like to see the new title designs happen or keep the current ones they have now? Um, I would love to see new titles. On the NXT UK ones are so beautiful, but I just think it's too soon. They haven't had them long enough. Let them marinate. Well, I mean, which ones are we talking about? The universal title itself is three years old. The old, yeah, but three years isn't very long. Old, it's long enough for a belt that just has a W on it. I think it's fine. Oh, I don't think you need a full redesign. Oh, see, I I do. I I think that's one thing that AEW has kind of done right is made their belts look important. Because right now, like these guys walking around with just a W on the belt, I don't know. It just doesn't. I don't. The UK titles, all of them look so good. They are fantastic. Even the titles. NXT titles. And, and you got to think great. that's what Trips wants everything to look like. He's like, I love these titles. They're gorgeous. They're big. They look important. The AEW belts are massive. Like that belt covers most of Jericho's chest or stomach, and the women's title is good. The champion's stomach. Like, I I don't know. I just a big ass belt just makes it seem like it's you're so much more important than coming out with a like all red W. That's you personal. know it works because Jericho's got the dad bod, and many dads yes. love the big like, like clashy belt buckles, right? Very so they true. just have the big ugly belts anyway. So it just it works. Um, hey, Todd says Todd from Auckland, New Zealand. Hey guys, big fans of uh, ADCs of wrestling, and enjoy your shows when they are available. Uh, <laughs> wanted to get Basement Steve's thoughts on Wednesday Night Wars, and if he has a preferred show, he will be watching. Hashtag Moon Salts Off Couches, Steve. Oh, I'm excited for that uh, K- KDW, whatever the hell that new shit is they're talking about. You mean AEW? Yeah, yeah, whatever the fuck. <laughs> That'll be good because it's new, right? <laughs> like, do you really have an opinion or are you just trying to say what you think would make Todd from Auckland, New Zealand happy? I love you, Todd. <laughs> <All right>. well, <laughs> okay, thanks, well, that's some great analysis right there. <laughs> I'm going to do seven moonsaults for you after the show, Todd. All right, so Steve's going to die. Bottom line. Don't steal my shit. Sorry, Steve. Okay. Uh, Mary Carr says, random thoughts. The Fiend is creepier than Pennywise. Hmm? Okay. Uh, she says, give me more Keith Lee and Dijakovic. Yeah. Uh, how good was the KOR final match? It actually was really good, and we should have given more props to Chad Gable because this guy is getting over despite being handed a stupid two, you're too short gimmick, yep. and the crowd are really into this guy. Yep. They're popping for his moves. Um, and then she said, and finally, what the hell am I going to watch on Tuesdays? Impact, Mary. Impact on access. Take a break. Enjoy. I, you know what? As much. Yeah, take a break. Figure it out. Yeah, just take a break. Like, <laughs> there's so much wrestling. Just take a break. Just, <laughs> I'm tired. Just take a break. This sounded so very Canadian. Just, take a break. Just take a break. Right? Okay. Fucking Tuesday nights. Take, take a break. Take like a break. Right? Tuesdays are for the boys. Take a, Tuesdays are for the girls. Take a break. Gingy says, <laughs> speaking of Canadian. Not wrestling related. Just wanted to know who you guys think takes the C for the Maple Leafs. Um, well, <laughs> Austin Matthews PR team. <laughs> they should cap. They should captain the ship this year. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know. I if it was like a week ago, I would have said Austin Matthews. You have to put it on him. 
I still think yeah. he should get the C. I mean, this is definitely a, a big deal, what's going on. Um, <laughs> well, he's got to figure it out first. We won't get into it, but it's a very good question because I don't think you should just complete. Uh, I don't know. You got to punish him, but do you just completely take away a legacy because of it? I don't know. It's tough. It's really hard to answer that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know either. I don't want to get too into that silliness, but uh, give it to Zach Hyman. He writes kids' books. That's a good one. Nah, he's injured. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mr. Carr at Jake Carr says, I can't wait for AEW. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give me a hell yeah. KDW. No. It's still wrong. Steve. Still wrong. <laughs> Matt, Matt Hayes says, Friend of the show, Big Sexy, Matty Hayes, says, Which WWE superstar do you think would make the best chocolate chip cookies? My bet is Bo Dallas. Wow. Bo probably makes really good chocolate so, chip cookies. Here's my question. I just want to clarify the question from Matt. Is mm-hmm. who would bake the best or who would actually like make the best chocolate co- chocolate chip cookie? Like they are the chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> I think he means bake the best. I don't think he means which one as a chocolate chip cookie would be the taste. I don't know because Matt Hayes has given us some questions before that are he's, a little yeah, off the wall. He's throwing so, us some curves. He's throwing us some curves. Who would bake the best chocolate chip cookies? Um, mm-hmm. I would probably say Luke Harper. And who would make the best chocolate chip cookies? <laughs> I would say Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so it would just be Brock sweaty Le- chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Um, so it's almost like they're like- pre-dipped in milk, but it's sweat. Okay. Uh, I think Sami Zayn must bake oh, really good, good chocolate call. chip cookies because yeah. he's got a lot of free time right now because he's not actually wrestling. That's true. So he's just uh, yelling Kinshasa and, and bouncing up and down. He's got a lot of energy. Um, and I think that uh, Luke Gallows would make oh, a good chocolate good chip call. cookie. Good call. Because that's uh, a lot of chocolate you know, chip he's, cookies. He's a good brother. Yeah. He's a good brother. He, he's got the face paint going mm. and uh, he's just a big galoob. You know, I feel like you have big chocolate chunks and it'd just be like real tasty for all the nerds. I bet you soccer mom styles bakes a hell of a cookie. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, now I want cookies. Van. Damn it, Hayes. <laughs> California, here we come with some chocolate chip cookies. Just got off the rails. Just too sweet. Uh, Kevin Mickey says, <laughs> if you had to choose between Starbucks, Tim Hortons, McDonald's, Timothy's, coffee time and second cup which coffee would you throw in the face of yourself and then want to get punched in the face by brock lesnar that's a loaded question um uh thanks friend of the show kevin Mickey. i don't even know how to- kevin that's a world-class question i love that question kevin should we just let steve uh, answer it then so which coffee would you throw in the face of yourself and <laughs> And then want to get punched in the face by Brock Lesnar. Um, I would probably, I would say Tim okay. Hortons because yeah. it always tastes burnt, which means it's way <laughs> right. too fucking hot. <laughs> so I'm actually, I'm going to pick that I would want to get Tim Hortons thrown in my face because half the time when I get Tim Hortons coffee, it's not even warm. Oh, so it wouldn't hurt. See, I'm opposite. Mine always yeah. tastes burnt. And then I just, I think at the end of this question, we just don't have a choice but to get punched in the face by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so whatever, I guess that's fine. What a question. You know? What a what a back like what a group of back-to-back questions. 
Yeah, yeah, from friends of the show slash uh, pretty much members of the show. All right, last but not least, James Melton says, Bray taking Kane out? What does Laundry Room Taker think about it? Hashtag just two <laughs> tweets. Well, Taker, you there? Yeah, what? All right, well, we have a, a tweet. What? You're keeping things neat in the laundry room. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're an boy. Uh, no. We have a tweet. It says, Bray taking Kane out. What does Laundry Room Taker think about it? Uh, I have very little to say on the topic of anything to do with Kane. He's been mayoral pain in my ass for the last 10 days or so. <laughs> Just 10 days or so? Yeah, that's right. Things were fine, and then some stuff happened. I don't really want to talk about it. I just want to congratulate you guys on the series finale of your podcast. And I want to wish it to rest in peace. Uh, it's, it's not the series finale. It's actually the, it's the season finale and the season premiere. It's the season final year. What the hell is a final year? I, I don't know. We made it it's up. It's a really good question. Why don't you go to hell? I'm going back to the laundry room, you bish. <laughs> okay. Well, that's high taker. <laughs> yeah, that was really great. That was really quality uh, impromptu content that I wish we didn't do. You're just going to edit that <laughs> whole part out. <laughs> that part's gone. That's, that part's gone. <laughs> if you enjoyed the show, leave us a review. Uh, sorry about a couple people who reviewed that, like, it sucks that we can't be consistent. And I agree. And that made me sad. You but, know what's uh, good about hey. those reviews, though, is they said we really like this show, but our complaint is it's not consistent enough. So it, it's I agree. It's like they negged us. Yeah, it's like that's why we're even here. Yeah, it was like a backhanded. Hey, you guys are great, but you're also ugly. <laughs> no, but I like it. I appreciate any any comments you guys want to leave. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening on. Um, follow us on Twitter at ADCs of Wrestling. Follow me at Andrew David Cox. Follow at Matt the Markiest. And, uh, hey, we'll see you next week. Ball game. Peace.